0: panthers beat up on the lowly seminoles penn state can't find a win steelers and cowboys today if you wanted a place to get away from all the political talk and just do something that requires less brain cells you've come to the right place welcome to basement sports podcast duty how you doing
1: what's up my bitches we uh
0: we don't have many brain cells no Um, we don't not in the slightest and uh, i'm proud of it and i'm (laughs) proud <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that for sure. So a full day, a gloriously full day
1: of college day.
0: of college football. And it was a beautiful day, weather wise, out here in western Pennsylvania. It was gorgeous.
1: Yeah, down south. We're down south.
0: <laughs> but it was uh it was a fun day of college football, and there were even some entertaining games earlier in the week. Uh, Miami and North Carolina State uh, was a fun game to watch. Uh, Everything was uh, leading up to Clemson and Notre Dame last night, which turned into a double overtime classic. Um, But let's start out in Happy Valley, or maybe it's not so Happy Valley, uh, with uh, Penn State and Maryland. And, duty, you and I were talking on the phone, and I had watched uh, the week before I had watched Maryland and – uh, Maryland and Minnesota.
1: Right. And Maryland I, came back, but late.
0: Yeah. And I, I told you that I was concerned if Penn state's defense could stop Maryland. I didn't think, I didn't think, uh, you know, Maryland would stop Penn state. I thought Penn state would score more points, but well, I was Maryland concerned. Didn't stop
1: Penn state as much as Penn state. stopped quarterback Penn state. Yeah. Stop Penn state.
0: Yeah. So, if if we look at the stats, um, Penn State actually had more total yards. Yeah, no kidding. Penn State had almost doubled Maryland's, um, Maryland's first down production. Mm-hmm. Penn State, boy, this sounds like a broken record from the Indiana game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Penn State beat Maryland in time of possession. Hmm, imagine that. But here was the telling stat. Penn State three turnovers, Maryland none.
1: Well, uh, that, and that's not even a telling stat because two of those interceptions are in the second half when they were getting boot stomped, mm-hmm. and He just chucked and ducked it uh,
0: right.
1: up on one-on-one coverage. Uh, he had Clifford has played, there's three games, they're 0-3, so that's six halves. Mm-hmm. He has been decent, above average, in one of the six halves all year. And it was the second half against, uh, you know, the first game of the year. Who'd they play? Um... Indeed, Indiana. Uh, Indiana. Indiana. Other than that, he has been a total, complete crackhead.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That he, he is, yesterday, he overthrew 90% of the passes that he had time to throw.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, the Penn State offensive line isn't doing many favors, but right. even when he does have time, He's horrible against Mm -hmm. Indiana. He threw that screen pass 20 feet over the running back's head, right into the guy's arms, Mm -hmm. led to a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, he was at one point right after half, he was nine for 20 for 74 yards. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you a question, Mr. Franklin. If you're, you know, since you listen to all our podcasts, (laughs) you, what, how bad does he have to be before you'll put a backup in? How bad is Will Levis, your backup? Because if I'm Will Levis, the first thing I do today is fill out my transfer portal papers. I'm out. Every quarterback on that roster should transfer, should fill out the portal paperwork. Whatever you got to do, because it's very obvious that James Franklin will not take him out regardless of how bad he stinks. Right. And he is horrible right now. He look, You know what he looks like? He looks like Hackenberg after... The first year with O'Brien, deer in the headlights, mm-hmm. and then his whatever his scrambling thing is, where he runs in circles and goes back. And the first time he lost eighteen yards. The second time they tackled him, he lost a fumble and they picked it up and ran it in. I, I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Bad decisions. Bad throws. Uh, fumbling. No time. They have one receiver that's an NFL guy, Dotson, Dotson. and then they have yep. a freshman named Washington. Other than that, Muth. and every time Muth was open, he overthrew him by fifteen yards. So I don't know what to tell hey. you. They're not running the ball. Maryland, everybody that's played Maryland has rushed for like damn near three hundred yards a game against them.
0: Right. Right. They came and out Penn State had ninety four and, and Penn State had ninety four yards.
1: How many times did they rush it? Did you have it pulled up? There?
0: Um, I just know. Let me pull up the rest. I know that uh, their leading rusher was Ford. He had nine carries for thirty-six yards. Yeah, he had but, nine, nine yeah. carries. I so know you're behind. Total, they had a total of thirty-six carries for ninety-four yards. Uh, with so that made a, a two and a half, a, a little over two and a half yards per carry average.
1: Okay, but how many carries did Clifford have? Are they seventeen. His- Yeah. Take them out because all he did was look for his first lead, first read, and then he'd pull it down and try to run.
0: So from running backs, 18 carries,
1: 18 carries against a team that can't stop the run.
0: So Devin Ford, you
1: can't, and you can't pass protect.
0: Devin Ford had nine carries. Keziah Holmes had nine carries. That was, Mm. that was, that was it. And here was, here was the one thing that they kind of, there were two plays, two big plays for Maryland in the first no, there half. Was
1: one play, they just ran it twice.
0: That's what I mean. That's what I was. That's what I was getting to. They ran the same play, and even uh, the the Big Ten Network actually showed the plays side by side. They were identical. <laughs> there was no, there was no adjustment. There was no adjustment to what okay, Maryland let was me, doing. Let
1: me take you back to when last time Penn State played Pitt. Okay. That glorious game where your Marduzzi coach was afraid to go for it on fourth on and fourth a yard and, and
0: yard and couldn't get it in. Anyway, first that's and why I hate him.
1: That's why i will never, ever, I would never hire that man as a coach. Let's go back to that game because every time they pit, Penn state had pit backed up to like third and 15, third and 17, third and 12. What happened in that game? Do you remember mm-hmm. Penn state ran the same blitz mm-hmm. 17 times in a row, the same defense, And Pitt ran the same screen pass against it 17 times in a row for first downs. Right. Brent Pry is horrible when it comes. Why he's still there. I have no idea. I don't get it. He's got some serious naked pictures of Franklin doing weird shit. (laughs) I don't understand it. They're in man to man. They get burnt. The next time they come out on the same thing, it was third long. Guess what? They're in man to man, same coverage. They run the same play and they get burnt. No adjustments at halftime. Zero adjustments at halftime. Wow. Um, Franklin stood there with his arms crossed for three games now. Like he was thinking of his next, what's he, he wanted to play board games with his children when he got home? He's thinking of he, he should I play Clue or, or maybe, maybe Monopoly with my kids because he's not, he's just standing there with his arms crossed. I mean, they look. This is the worst Penn State has looked since back when they lost in overtime, like six nine to six to Iowa when a couple years ago. Um, they're they're absolutely horrid. They're going to get beat by Rutgers. And I'd even looked at their schedule; they may have a shot against Illinois. Um, Michigan's going to beat them. Look how bad Michigan is.
0: God, look at look at how good Iowa looked. Yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, I mean, and how about getting,
1: Michigan State beating Michigan and then getting, and, and then stomped. getting
0: stomped by Iowa? I mean, just yeah. stomped.
1: Uh, it's um, embarrassing. Yeah. And and I don't see any relief in sight. Once again, Franklin, you know, if you look at any Penn State website, all they do is say, oh, five star offensive lineman as Penn State in his final 72 schools. Everybody gets excited. Guess what? He doesn't come here. They have no, he hasn't recruited offensive linemen since he got there. Yeah. And they're no good. Yeah. They're that's better than that. F-
0: that's actually a Penn state and a problem that go on. I and digress. here's
1: the thing. They're actually better this year
0: mm-hmm.
1: than they have been at offensive line. I think Maryland had last count. I had, it was six sacks. Um, and I think they had a couple more at the end. I'm not sure what they ended up with, but they had at least
0: six. Seven. I might they had guess. seven sacks.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yep. And you know what? Seven sacks. Your quarterback at one point. Give me the final stats on Sean Clifford. So Is the, Ginger there? Tell yep. Ginger, our producer, to he pull that shit up. He was
0: 27 for 57.
1: Oh, there you go. 57 for... passes, 18 running back runs.
0: Yeah, actually, it was 19 runs. Keyvon uh, Kevon Lee had one one rushing attempt for three yards. That was an but, accident. But, he didn't mean to do that. But, um, yeah, he threw, he chucked the ball 57 times. Again, they're way behind. They're practically, you know, in the second half passing on every down.
1: Only Dude, he, had, he was 27.
0: 27. For 57. 57. That means
1: he missed 30.
0: Yep. He had three touchdowns and two interceptions. For a quarterback rating, drum roll, please. 71. No, 29.5. Oh, God. I, <laughs> You're giving him way too much credit.
1: And and he played the whole game. Franklin wouldn't put in a backup for that yep. performance. Yep. How, how bad do you have to be? I, I don't get it. That's my not Franklin's not going anywhere, everybody. He has just signed, signed a six-year extension worth nine hundred and forty-seven bazillion dollars. Right. And to buy him out would cost Penn State their entire, you know, uh space program to get rid of him.
0: <laughs> you wouldn't wouldn't be able to have ag days anymore. They'd have to cancel. No more. Days.
1: No more studying cow shit. No. You you can't do that up there if you get if you buy out Franklin. You're farming majors well or just they're going to lose scholarships up there uh, so no more recruiting the 4-h Wiz kids they it, it's just a joke it's an absolute joke brent pry is horrible at his job no adjustments um i i don't understand they actually played better against ohio state than maryland they could do they did nothing against maryland and i'm not saying maryland's a bad team they're not Mm-hmm. They hadn't beat Penn State in what? I don't I don't know how long. The oh, combined been, been
0: a long score time.
1: of Penn State-Maryland Last games. Last year
0: was 59 to nothing. Last yeah. year was 59 nothing.
1: Same kids. Pretty much the same kids. Everyone says, well, Penn State lost their best two running backs. Uh, no shit. It's Penn State. You have seven. The only thing he recruits is running backs. That's it. Mm -hmm. He's got seven kids in that program that are four-star or above with one-star lineman. Um, I I don't get it. I don't think Franklin should be fired based on yesterday, but the fact that his decision-making – how about the first – Maryland gets the ball and hits the slant pattern for 900 yards and a touchdown, first time they get it. Penn State gets the ball and goes down to the three. Can't punch it in. It's fourth and three from the three, down seven-nothing. He goes for it. He didn't even take the points on this first possession of the game to make it seven, three. And of course, oh, by the way, newsflash, they didn't get it. They got sacked. And then, Mer- then from there it goes on and gets worse. But um, uh, 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 go ahead, find one positive. I think a kicker almost made a 56 yarder. it was two yards short, but it was right down the middle. That's a positive. Yeah. Um, I can't think of one positive positive aspect of watching that game yesterday well i I don't know what to tell you we can we can move on there's nothing the big 10
0: the big 10 is interesting we talked about some of these other games uh uh, ohio state beat rutgers 49 to 27 uh indiana was a 38
1: point spread by the way
0: indiana keeps rolling along and 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 again we
1: thought indiana was really good that's that's C. Um, did well, you see the Indiana fans were chanting "We want Alabama"
0: at the end yeah, of the game? Yeah, that's. I don't think you do. Uh, but I don't think you do either. You know. But look, they 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 took care of business. If Michigan's not that good, and I am I'm, I'm I have my doubts whether Michigan is that good. Uh, Indiana took care of business, and the game really wasn't close. You know, was,
1: Michigan has the same problem. Penn State has. Michigan doesn't recruit quarterbacks. Penn State won't replace quarterbacks. I mean, if you're having a bad day, give someone else a chance. They practice all week. I don't know how bad Sean Clifford can you. I can't imagine him being worse than nine for 20 for 70 yards and then finish 30 incompletions when you only had 27 completions.
0: Yeah. No, it was a rough day. When, it was a rough okay, day. If you're going to let him in, if mm-hmm. you're going to let him
1: in, when are you going to take him out? What What more? And he had two picks and a fumble.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're down 28 to seven at halftime. And even what was funny was even like that little gauge on the ESPN website that shows what the percentage had, like still gave Penn State a 50-50 chance of winning this game. And I, you know, and I even was sitting there saying, well, you know what? Penn State gets the ball here at the beginning of the second half. If they go down and score a touchdown, okay, now they're talking. What happens? Sack, fumble, uh, scoop, scoop and score. Now it's 35-7 and basically the game's over. Um but elsewhere elsewhere in the Big Ten, so you had Indiana beating Michigan by 17, 38 21. And North, it wasn't that and close. it wasn't that close. Northwestern beat Nebraska 21 13. Iowa 49, Michigan State seven after Michigan had beaten uh, Michigan State had beaten Michigan in the big house. Uh, Minnesota stomped Illinois 41 to 14. And, and Illinois's not very good. No. And Purdue was uh Purdue. And Wisconsin was canceled because of COVID. So uh, that was your Big Ten. And Indiana is tied for first place. Indiana is tied for first place with Ohio State. So there you go.
1: And um, Ohio State had like a 35-3 to lead at halftime yesterday. And then they must have put every sub in. Because when I turned it over, I I had a betting interest in that game because it was a 38-point spread. And I was down, it was 32 at half. And I thought, ooh, I'm going to lose this game. But alas, Rutgers scored three touchdowns on three straight possessions to give me my money.
0: <laughs> well, let's, let's, take a, let's take a look at, at, at Penn State's schedule going forward. So next week, they're at Nebraska. That, that's really a game they should win. Um, you would hope <laughs> that they could win because Nebraska is not that good. Um, then they have Iowa at home, and Iowa got their first win impressively. 49 to seven over Michigan state yesterday. Then they're at Michigan at Rutgers and home against Michigan state. So um, the best, the best that Penn state's going to end up with is, is five and three. That's a, you know, based on this truncated schedule. Um, But I, they'll be
1: four and four. They might be three and five.
0: Yeah, that's possible. It's possible. I mean, they're,
1: they're horrible right now. They got no facets of the game. Their best their best facet might be kick returns, punt returns.
0: So, that's what we have for Penn State. Moving on to uh Pitt and Florida State. Look, this oh, isn't this what? isn't this is not your stinker. this is not your father's uh Florida State football team.
1: What uh, a stinker. You know, I even they didn't that game was so bad, I think I tweeted. They didn't even have that on the ES the Comcast Sports app that you you hit c on the remote and all the scores across the game come up <laughs> on the right side yeah. they didn't even have it they didn't post it i had to go switch the top of the board to ac and c o, acc scores only and it was at the bottom
0: yeah and yeah. at that
1: point Pitt was up by seven at halftime I
0: mm-hmm. yeah pit Pitt went down um Pitt was down 14 to three at one point <laughs> and then uh and then came back and they they, they must
1: have really but, run that wide receiver sweep well that
0: uh, the offense did a lot better looked a lot more cohesive with Kenny Pickett in there i mean, he just he probably knows the offense a little bit better you could certainly tell he can't move like like that ankle's still bothering him cuz when you have to have Nick Patty come in to run two quarterback draws for yeah. touchdowns um yeah. but you know look look they <laughs> unlike other games they were effective inside the five you know they got inside the five and scored touchdowns vincent davis had a, had a rushing touchdown um you know and addison had a great game 11 receptions for 127 yards pickett was 21 for 27 for 210 um you know and, and the news that came out this past week paris ford has decided to forego the rest of his season to prepare for the nfl draft i don't blame him I really don't blame him I and mean, the season's no going for him to keep playing. No, there isn't. Now it looks like DeMar Hamlin's going to stay and, and play the rest of the year. Uh, but you know, the defense that was there, they gave up their initial, uh, the, 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 the initial uh, 14 points and then, um, and then 17 for the first half and then shut out Florida state in the second half. So it, it you know, look, Pitt stopped their four game losing streak I believe they've got to go to Clemson, who's coming off the loss that we'll talk about at Notre Dame last night. Um, but it is what it is. You know, Pitt went in. They won the game. They stopped their, their four-game losing streak. And But, again, this is not a good Florida State football team. It's not, a good, it's not a good team. And Pitt did what they should have done against North Carolina State. They did what they should have done against Boston College. Went in and won a game that they should have won. So, and
1: they should – and honestly, it might be the slowest Florida State team boy, are they in slow. the history of the program. Yeah. Because Pitt's got no not te- t- fast.
0: They've got no team speed, but, boy, they made Pitt look really fast. And they sure again, did. I know, and I know Pitt's not that fast. So uh, overall stats, Pitt uh, with 358 total yards to Florida State's 290. Florida State had three turnovers, including a pick six to none for Pitt. And um, – that you know because Pitt hit some big plays Florida State uh, led in the time of possession um now what was interesting you know I always like uh, uh you know I enjoy looking at um at defensive statistics and uh Pitt's defense uh had seven more sacks yesterday they did get after the quarterback but look Florida State's offensive line is garbage they're they're just they're horrible um and, and it well was, they're
1: pretty bad all the way around i mean pickett was much better quarterback than florida state's quarterback
0: yeah absolutely absolutely and
1: again yesterday Tua a vula took a black to to brother who played for maryland yeah um he did look good
0: yeah he looked real good and the he one looked, thing the one thing good. that i liked about him you know kind of going back to that for a second i was kind of impressed watching him go through his progressions he did decision making yeah, was really good too. Yeah, he didn't if his first option wasn't there, he didn't try to force it in. Like he right, he, and he would, didn't run, he
1: didn't talk it and run.
0: No, no, he he go through his progressions. I remember oh god, I, I think this was it was either to make it 21, there 20 make it 21 or 28, but third down rolled to the right waited, waited, waited until his receiver broke open in the end zone and then chucked it. And he was wide. Chucked open. It deep. Yeah. He chucked it deep. Like he he's just really, really patient on that play, even though he was on the move toward the sidelines being pursued. That was, that was really impressive. And, uh, I was watching, I was rewatching, the uh, Pitt and Florida state this morning and it just, it looks like Kenny Pickett, was just a lot more patient with things as well. He was, he was looking downfield for a lot of his first reads, but if it wasn't there, he was going underneath and, you know, look, they got the win. Uh, this season's going nowhere. Um, you know, I, I still think at the end of the year, uh, all eyes are going to be on Narduzzi going into next year. I think there's going to be significant coach, uh, assisted coaches assistive coaching changes uh, to pit going into next year because kenny pickett's a senior uh so if they go out and get a new uh, offensive coordinator um it's just you know they don't have to deal with a senior quarterback coming in dealing with a you new think offensive narduzzi's coordinator. safe for now for now but i because uh it, much like the situation that penn state has with james franklin uh narduzzi yeah. was recently signed to an extension and Pitt yep. doesn't want to doesn't want to have to buy out that contract. You know they, they they had to eat a lot when they got rid of Stallings in basketball. Um, luckily, you know they didn't have to buy out Chris. They actually got some money from Wisconsin when Chris left. Uh, well, to, Stallings to, was worth it. Yeah, t- Stallings was totally worth it. But so um, let me
1: let me go back Rick, and something about this about the quarterback play. Yeah, if you watched, I was watching the Indiana Michigan game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and at the end of the game. Michigan had a bad turnover or whatever, so Indiana right. could have scored again and sealed it, right? right. Up, I don't, this is before it was out. I think they were up at the time maybe 14 points. Okay. The defensive coordinator, and you'll see where I'm going here in a minute, for Indiana mm-hmm. called a timeout. Mm-hmm. He brought the entire offense to the sidelines and said, you could read his lips, if we get a first down, fall down.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay. If
1: you get the first down, go down. Right. We don't need another touchdown. You can read his lips. Right. If you get to the first down, go down, because Michigan was out of timeouts. Right. Now, why do I bring that up? Because James Franklin didn't do that against Indiana, and it cost them. Right. Now, looking back at that game, how in the hell were they even in that game against Indiana? They were up by eight. And if they'd have just taken a knee, Indiana would have lost. Right. But – to show you the difference in coaching,
0: mm-hmm.
1: not Brent Pry, not Franklin, nothing. They might've talked about it during the week, but these kids obviously didn't remember because he, the Indiana defensive coordinator called a timeout
0: mm-hmm. defensive coordinator or offensive coordinator, uh,
1: offensive, offensive coordinator. coordinator. I apologize. Yeah. Yep. And he brought him over there and said, you could read his lips. If you get the first down, go down.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. Keep the all we have to do is kneel it three times and this game's over. Right. He 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 called a timeout to specifically remind them that's called coaching. So, Penn State doesn't have it. And how about the offensive coordinator that they signed from Minnesota? Woo! <laughs> Hope that guy didn't sell his house yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, let me let me ask you a question, saying go, going back to the Big Ten for a second. If if Michigan has another God awful season here. What what's with Harbaugh? Is, I is don't it... know
1: his contract situation. I think they extended him two years ago or last year.
0: All right.
1: Um, My thing with Harbaugh is I think for whatever reason, he's a better pro coach than he is a college coach. And I don't, it's because he doesn't recruit quarterbacks.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, when you go to the college pro level, his quarterback's already set. <laughs> He's right. good. He's a pro. Right. Um, he, I, I don't know what to tell you. He's just horrible. Yeah. Um, recruit recruiting wise. And again, Penn State fans love the fact that they're in the final three in the running final three for the best five star, whatever, every year they're in the final three, every kid, they don't get them. hmm. I mean, he lost a kid that they had was for sure going to go to Penn State. They lost him to Clemson. You can't bitch about that. Mm -hmm. But you can't be losing kids to Pitt, Maryland, uh, West Virginia, that kind of stuff. So, I I don't know. Enough of Penn State. I just wanted to remind everybody what a defensive or what a coaching decision looks like. Right. When he told that kid to go down. And guess what? They ran around the left end. They did a fake – to the running back and the quarterback kept it around the left end and he could have absolutely ran it right in 30 yards into the end zone he got the first down and slid right so well
0: let's let's go on to the rest of college football uh, what what a great game last night between Clemson and, and Notre Dame um, usually that went way past my bedtime yeah, me but too. I, I fell
1: asleep when it was in the, right before the overtime kickoff, or yeah. the overtime first possession.
0: So, uh, but but Notre Dame ends up winning the game in two overtimes. I look if Clemson wins out, I think Clemson's still in the 4 fourteen playoff. I think there's yeah, a ch- chance that ACC gets two teams this year. They get Notre Dame and they get uh, they get Clemson.
1: Well, good well, for the ACC. Those assholes Let Notre Dame I come know. in for a one year deal.
0: <laughs> We've They're idiots.
1: About that. They're absolutely idiots. That Notre Dame is going to come in. They're going to win their ACC. They're going to go get the championship. And guess what? They're going to be independent next year. So you, that trophy's not even going to stay in the conference. Right. And good for them. Right. I, I just don't understand. I I don't understand it.
0: Well, like like I had mentioned, there were some really really good games. Um, did you see? Oh, did you see the end of Virginia Tech and Liberty? I did not. Okay, so it was 35-35, all right? Uh, Virginia Wait, Tech. Virginia Tech and yeah, Liberty, Liberty 35-35. Liberty, Liberty is the 25th-ranked team in the nation, okay? I
1: did not so, know that. Yeah,
0: so, so um, Virginia Tech scores a late touchdown. Uh, there was actually 52 seconds left on the clock. Trey Turner um, caught a 12-yard touchdown pass, tied the game at 35. So, Liberty gets the ball. They move the ball. They move the ball up the field, and they're lining up for a 51-yard field goal. Okay? About to snap the ball. Virginia Tech calls timeout to freeze the kicker, but because it's right before the snap, everything goes through. The kick is blocked. Virginia ah. Tech grabs the the blocked punt and is running it in for a touchdown, but no play. <laughs> So the next time he gets the lineup and kick it he kicks a 30 a 51 yard field goal to win the game 38-35 for Liberty. And Virginia Tech was top 20. Yeah, starting the season. They were top 20 and they can't they can't win anything. You know, they're wow. just yeah, it's it's it, it was un it was the most surreal thing I've ever seen in my life. I I've never By seen the way, like it.
1: That was at Virginia Tech. It was Tech. at
0: Virginia Tech. Yeah. It was at Virginia Tech. And Liberty Liberty College rolled up 466 yards of offense on Virginia Tech. I mean, so is yeah, it was, it was unreal. I I, I would, I, I might try to dig up that game on YouTube because it looked like a fun back and forth. Uh, but well, getting that,
1: back to that Notre Dame Clemson game, remember Lawrence was out.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think and their quarterback take that into, did not
1: play badly.
0: No, he didn't play bad.
1: Notre I Dame,
0: can't Notre, his name. Notre Dame, Notre Dame, uh, you know, Notre Dame had opportunities. Uh, Ian book fumbled the ball inside the five, you know? Yeah, literally.
1: In. Uh, I thought I lost that game on the, I on bet. that, on the that stat- moment. Yep. I thought, there it is. I got another winner and but, then he fumbled at the five yard line.
0: They got to give Notre Dame credit. They drove over 90 yards at the end of regulation to tie it up. Um, you know, and then, and then they, they won it in overtime. So, um, Notre Dame, beats number 1 that ends Clemson's 35 game uh regular regular season win streak. Um so then uh probably uh, Trevor Lawrence will certainly be back in time uh for uh for the uh for when the Panthers go to Death Valley to play uh to play Clemson and I yeah, got He should gotta, be back this week. I got to break it I got to break it to you uh uh Pitt fans. There's not going to be a repeat of of 2016 no matter how hard you try um it's just um no not happening but so what what we have is so for next week um Notre Dame uh, I'm sorry Clemson goes to Florida State and then on the 28th of November uh Pitt travels to uh Pitt travels to Death Valley to play uh, You know
1: um Notre Dame I think has to play Boston College next week
0: okay that coming be, off that, yeah, that, off
1: that Clemson game. That could be a trap game. That for them.
0: that takes me back to when Notre Dame won the big hyped game back in the Bobby Bowden days against Florida State, and then the following week ended up losing at home to Boston College.
1: Yeah, I mean like that's that. a that's a classic trap game coming off. Yeah. I don't know who they got. You've got a scor- You've got a scorned college.
0: You've got a scorned quarterback coming in to play you after you know you wouldn't play jerkovic at notre dame he's now with boston college and he's coming in uh leading the golden eagles so um and boston college is not bad no they're not bad they're not bad they they gave clemson all they could handle uh down and i don't Valley. and i don't
1: know who notre dame has after that game but if it's another good team mm-hmm. um so that means they went clemson wow, Boston College and another good team. Well, they better watch out. Boston College is coming in there and they're going to lay it on the line.
0: So Pitt, Pitt has uh, next week, they're at Georgia Tech. And then the following week, they're home against Virginia Tech. And then their last game of the regular season is at Clemson on the 28th. Um, you know, I, I think Pitt's got a good shot at getting six wins. Uh, they, They, you know, they certainly should beat Georgia Tech and beat Virginia Tech. But you know, Pitt's going to pit, and they're going to, uh, you know, um, they will it, lose one of those. Games. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't shock me, wouldn't shock me in the slightest. So, anyway, that is your uh, Big Ten, ACC college football discussion. Now we move on, da, 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 to the NFL. Um, we went uh, one and three on our picks last week. Um, so I we picked four. Yeah, We're we had a, three. We had a bonus pick. Remember, we had the bonus pick, Tampa. Uh Tampa, uh Tampa Bay Tampa Bay. Oh, I, you put that uh, on I there? I told threw you it if on you there. liked I told I you if you liked it. I liked it. I, li- nah, I I threw it on. I, I, I threw everybody right. a bonus pick and you know but uh, that one didn't pan out too well either. And you know uh, it's it's funny. You know, then all of a sudden Tampa Bay doesn't quite look like they're gonna walk their way into the Super Bowl after that game. But um they ended up pulling it out but not by the nearly two touchdown spread uh, that it was supposed to be. So going into the NFL season, I'm uh, going into this week, we have the Steelers at the Cowboys. So I'm Steelers fan, duty's he's Cowboys fan. So this is a game we were actually marked on our calendar, but now, I don't know. Uh I was actually going to go
1: to this game. So was um, I.
0: So was I. The beginning of the
1: year, we were gonna yeah, we're going to buy a ticket and get down there, but listen, the Cowboys aren't the Cowboys. They got their they're on their fourth, their third string quarterback and all five starting linemen were out. Yep go go find any nfl team that can win with a third string quarterback and now want two of their guard their both their guards are back last week but they have two undrafted free agents at tackles right. and in their center is the third string center because their second string center looney is also out for the year
0: right.
1: zeke is banged up so they're going to actually be better today with pollard playing he's more explosive and faster than Zeke is at this point. But what are you going to do against that pit defense? I yeah. would almost, I would almost get on. I'm going to try to find a site where I can bet that Dallas doesn't score a point. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what the spreads up to. It was 14 early in the week. It's got to be 20. It's, four, it's still it's
0: still 14. It's still 14. Okay. So there must be even money going well, across that.
1: I love my dog. Uh, love him to death. He's my best friend. Chase, the golden doodle sitting laying over there sleeping cock up against the door. He's not real <laughs> modest. But I'm going to bet him against against 14 points this week and uh pray to god that he's still mine on Monday.
0: Well, let's go through the games. Let's talk about him a little bit. We'll give some initial picks and then we'll uh we'll we'll go with what our three uh can't misses are. We'll get the spread. Yeah, out. I got I'll, it right, I got it right here. I'll ginger I, to get the spread. Ginger already has it right here for me. So, um Matchups for week nine, Seattle at Buffalo. Buffalo is getting three. Hmm.
1: I know Buffalo's offense has been bad the last three, four weeks. Yep. But I don't know how many times Seattle can keep crossing the globe. East coast back, east coast back, east coast back. Um, I would not touch this game with a 10-foot pole, but Mm. I would take Buffalo getting points at home. Yeah. Yeah against the Seattle team coming back to the East coast, like three of the last six weeks or something.
0: I would actually take Seattle in this game. And here's why, because uh, I look back to what Kansas city did to Buffalo in Buffalo a couple of weeks ago and very similar offenses, similar quarterbacks. I, I just, I, I, I think Russell Wilson's going to have his way today in, in Buffalo. Um, and and I just... agree,
1: but I think Seattle has one of the worst defenses Uh, in the National Football League. Not as bad as Dallas, mind you. Uh But um, their defense is horrible. And I think when you have a quarterback, that if they get time, and he will, because Seattle also doesn't have a pass rush. So this game is going to end up... I don't know what the over-under is that. It might be 704.
0: It's actually uh, for for Seattle and Buffalo? Yeah. 55.
1: Okay, and that's a huge NFL over-under. I still think it's going over. That game's going to be... 38, 33, 38, 30, something like that. Um, So I just think Buffalo is going to score more on their defense than, than Russell Wilson's going to run against Buffalo.
0: Okay. Uh, Next up in Atlanta, Denver visits the Falcons with the Falcons giving four.
1: (laughs) Go ahead. You bet on Atlanta. I'm not touching it. (laughs) Would not touch it. They're playing better, but again, they're the Falcons. I like Drew Locke. Um, I liked him last year. Mm-hmm. Having said that, Denver has a little bit of Atlanta in them, too. They lead the whole game until the fourth quarter, and then they blow it. So, right. uh, no Vaughn Miller again for Denver. Their, their backs are banged up. I do think uh, Lindsay's playing this week. He's active. He was active as of yesterday. So, I, I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. What's mm-hmm. the spread?
0: Spreads four. Falcons are Falcons are giving four. All
1: right, I, I would take the points just because both teams suck in the fourth quarter, and I'll and I'll take the points no matter which team is getting it. They're just that's the same team.
0: Yep, yep.
1: I think Denver's going to run the ball.
0: Next, we go to Tennessee. The Titans now suddenly on a two-game losing streak, uh, hosting the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Titans are giving the Bears six and a half.
1: Titans all day. Yeah. I know they lost two straight. Um
0: I would make one teams. of this I would make this game one of our one of our three.
1: Just going to say this yeah. is definitely one of my three favorites. Um Titans lost to Pittsburgh. Yep. And then they lost to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yep. And that Cincinnati game was coming off the Pittsburgh game. Yeah. Um Tennessee's t- was banged up on defense. They're getting a couple guys back. And they're pissed. Right. And I think they're going to absolutely. There's my early game inactives uh, fantasy alert, if you heard that beep. But um, I think Tennessee is going to run the ball quite possibly 40 times today. Yeah. And I think they're going to beat them badly by more than two touchdowns.
0: I agree. I agree. I would take the Titans. I'd give it the six and a half. Detroit at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota is giving four. Minnesota coming off a win in Green Bay last week. Um, Again, trap game. They yeah. played
1: Minas- Green Bay last week and looked great. You know the NFL. They're going to suck this week. Something's going to happen. Uh, however, it is Detroit. Matt mm-hmm. Stafford is playing. He was he was COVID. He got, he got approved to play yesterday from a COVID-related um, illness. He was on the COVID list. It's Detroit. Right. It's the Lions. They're on the road. Uh, no way. I don't know. Again, I think this game comes down to three. I would be, I think Minnesota is much better on the, at home than they are on the road. And Minnesota also has the best player in Dalvin cook. Right. And if he can still walk after last week's game, um,
0: <laughs> I take
1: Minnesota and give up the points.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with not you. Not one of my yeah. three. No, no, no definitely I'm not. I'm betting
1: on Kirk cousins.
0: Um, the Baltimore Ravens coming off their loss at home against Pittsburgh last week, travel to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. The Colts are giving one and, and Baltimore's kind of beat up. Yeah. You know, they're, they've got, some they issues. are. Yeah. Um,
1: and the Colts have a great, the, it's still Phil rivers, right? Um, yep.
0: And, and, uh, and the Ravens put uh, Des Bryant on their active roster.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I just think Baltimore's is better team than the Colts right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they did lose last week. Maybe that's a wake up call. They still have Lamar Jackson. Baltimore's defense is every bit as good as as they look against Pittsburgh at times. Pittsburgh's stats were horrible last week. Yep. When you look at their offensive stats, and especially in the first half, yeah, The first been half atrocious was atrocious for a while. Right. Especially the first quarter. Um, I like Indy. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I'm going to take Baltimore on that, and I'm going to make it one of my three. Best
0: bet. I agree. um I'm gonna take the Ravens in this. I, I, um, I was a little bit surprised that the Colts were giving giving one on this. I think this is uh this was one that like the the red flag came up and said, hey, this might be one you want to pay attention to. So I agree. I would take the Ravens in this one on a uh, bounce back from the loss against Pittsburgh last week.
1: Car- so, so far, we got Ravens and Titans. Those two. We got
0: Ravens three. and Titans. Carolina at the Chiefs. Um. McCaffrey's back. Carolina is getting 10 and a half.
1: McCaffrey's back.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, having said that, I don't know if anybody can stay within 10 points of the chiefs at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't touch this game just because McCaffrey is back. Deach. Uh, the Panthers defense is not bad. They're not great, but they're not bad. They will get some pressure on it. I don't know if anybody can cover Hill. Um, I don't know. I, I, okay. I wouldn't touch it. If I, if you had a gun to my head, I'd take the Chiefs. So I don't think 10 going to be enough, but I think it's going to be close for two, three quarters. Right. And if McCaffrey is, is back, I mean, it was a high ankle sprain. He could carry one time and get hurt, which he probably will. Cause he's my fantasy running back. That's been out all year. Right. right. But uh, <laughs> it's not one of my best bets, but uh, I still think I would take Kansas city if I had to, but I I'm not touching that game.
0: Sammy Watkins is out for, uh, Watkins is out for the chiefs.
1: Yeah. He's uh, not hurt. He just didn't, they left him at home because of some comments he made about the coaching staff.
0: Is that what it was? Cause they have it yep. listed here as a hamstring.
1: It's not a hamstring. He okay. was left off the, off the trip because okay. of criticism to the coaches.
0: So, that's who. I mean, so that, who do you who do you have in that one? Oh, I just want to mark this one down.
1: I would take the Chiefs. Take the Chiefs if I had to. Yeah, I. I mean, at home, I'm taking the Chiefs every week. I don't care. I think that spread's going to be close. I do think Panthers are going to keep it close for at least a half. But I think in the end,
0: be like a 13 point win, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe at the end they pull away. Maybe it's tight, like it's within 13, 10, 13 points until the fourth quarter. And then Tyree kill goes deep on a busted play. Gonna, Mahomes throws it over his head for a touchdown.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take Carolina in this one. I think with the, McCaffrey I, I almost coming back, I'm not, I'm McCaffrey, not happy about it. I think with McCaffrey coming back and, and Watkins not being in the lineup, it's one less weapon. Um, I, I, I'm thinking about, uh, I think I'm, going I'm, gonna, strictly I, I'm not, player. I'm not saying, I'm not saying Carolina's going to win the game. I'm just saying that, um, uh, they're going to keep it close. it close. I think it'd be like within a touchdown. That'll be how this game ends up. Um, Texans at Jags. Jags are okay. getting seven.
1: Yeah, who cares? We're yeah. not. So
0: I'll matter. I'll actually I'll take Houston in this one. I, I think they're gonna it'll be more than a touchdown. Um
1: Yeah, I I would go I would probably go is guard if Gardner Menthew's playing, I don't know if he is. Um if he's playing, I would probably just take the home team, take the Jaguars. I, I wouldn't touch this with a ten point pull. I don't care. I mm-hmm. could care less.
0: Giants at Washington Washington is giving two and a half to the New York football giants.
1: I'm making this my third bet of the week. Take the skins and you're going to hear it here first. Yeah. The Washington Redskins are going to win the NFC East. They're going to beat Philly. Dallas is already out. Giants are already out. They are better than the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, If their quarterback gets better every week, they have the best front seven in, in that division. And I'm calling it here. I'm going to call Vegas as soon as we hang up the phone and tell them the, how what my odds are. Of Washington went in the NFC East. I'm putting down some money. Um, Washington is going to boat race the Giants today. Giants are coming off a, who did they play last they week? Play, they, they, um, they just
0: barely lost to Tampa. And that, Tampa and on that Monday non, night. So that, it's a on, short that non, week. on that non-interference call.
1: Right. And it's a short week for them. Right. Not that it matters, but. I like Washington uh, front seven. I don't think the Giants are going to be able to run the ball. And you, you know, that's two games in a row. Now the Giants could have won. All, all I had to do is not throw two, two picks, right. and he can't do it. Right. They can't do it. He's going to throw two picks.
0: I agree. I agree with Washington. No, I take Washington. Washington as well. that, that game, that'd that'd spread
1: be... Be, that spread should be that spread should be at least six, probably seven, and it's only two. So, so that'll be update. our
0: third. That'll be our third. Can't miss.
1: If you agree. That's I what agree. I,
0: I totally agree. I was, I was looking at this earlier today and I, I, I would pick Washington as well. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles chargers chargers plus one, the latest odds are chargers are getting a point.
1: I don't know why. Um. I don't get it. I know they like, they like Justin Herbert, uh, the quarterback, the rookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and their offense is going to go. The Raiders defense isn't that good, but they still got some of the best players on. The Raiders defense is better than the Chargers defense, and I think the Raiders offense is better than the Chargers offense, or at least compatible. I would take the I would take whoever's getting a point there. There's no travel involved, Las Vegas to Los Angeles. Uh, I'm going to take the Raiders.
0: Okay, I agree. I'm taking Raiders too. I think this is uh, this started out earlier in the week as a pick 'em game but uh right now they're giving the chargers one but I'll still take the Raiders in this one. Um the Dolphins at the Cardinals. Uh the Cardinals are giving four and a half in this game.
1: I'm not buying it. Uh two of the two of the Valley. Uh,
0: Actually the wait the latest the latest odds on this is they're they're now giving giving Miami six.
1: Okay, that's a lot but yep. I still like the Cardinals at home Miami going across country for one. Uh, it is a 425 start, so it won't be that bad. But I don't think two is as good as he looked his last
0: year. His stats weren't that great.
1: They were not. Game. No. Um, and Kyler Murray, uh, I like the Dolphins' defense, but I think Kyler Murray is going to scramble. He, he Kyler Murray looks like shit for 14 series or three series in a row, and then he'll come out and go right down the field. Right. I think six is a lot, but I think at the end of the game, they win by seven or more cardinals
0: okay i agree with you I, I like the cardinals a lot i i i just i'm wondering you know if if does miami in one of these games if tua starts to struggle do they put fitz magic back in
1: they do not unless he gets hurt okay you can't do that okay no you uh, can't do that to a young quarterback i wouldn't have made the a switch i think we talked about that yeah i think it's bullshit the way fitz was playing that they'd made the decision when they did um but now you have to stick with it until he's hurt.
0: Uh, one of the games that's uh, got a star next to it for this week, the New Orleans Saints at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Saints are getting three and a half. The The spread on that one opened up at four and a half. Now it's down to three and a half uh, at, yeah. at Tampa Bay.
1: Um, hard to bet against Tom Brady at home, but uh thomas is back for the saints and that makes that team totally different mm-hmm. um i'm i if again i wouldn't touch this game this is tonight so i probably will lose money on it but i would take the points i would take the saints
0: uh the the first meeting between these two teams the saints took it i'm actually i would take the buccaneers in this one uh i think yeah, i'm uh, not I, i'm not
1: disagreeing with yeah, you i'm yeah. just saying with thomas back yeah. That means they're going to have to double team him and Tampa will do that. They always try to take away the best receiver. Right. Um. And, and breeze, the thing I like about breeze in this game is Tampa has a great, much better pass rush. However, breeze, only holds the ball for a half a second. Uh, right. He's going to do, they're going to have nine hundred four four yards square outs and square ends and slants.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, I'm just going to think they're going to try to control the clock with a short passing game. Tom will get on the field. They're going to do, and he'll play well. But uh, I'm going to take the points and think the Saints have a game plan of Thomas and controlling the clock.
0: Monday night, Patriots at the Jets.
1: <laughs> Listen, uh, I, I'm not rolling the Jets out this game. No, um,
0: they're get uh, the the originally this game opened up as the Jets getting eight and a half. Now they're getting ten. So listen,
1: if you're gonna bet on Cam Newton with your hard-earned money, more power to you. I I think I told you this at the beginning of the year. This is this, Cam Newton is Colin Kaepernick. Their 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 stats for their career are identical. The completion percentage under seventy percent. Hell, it's under sixty percent. They're both like fifty-eight percent. Cam, uh, he fumbled the game away last week. He has no confidence. I don't care what Belichick does. They're out of it. I don't think Belichick even cares anymore because he's, he'd rather take. He's going to get a draft pick, and if you, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up with Fields when this is all said and done, and they go on another decade of dominance in that division. Um, but the Patriots, I'm not giving up ten points on that game. I know the Jets are horridly bad. If if Darnell's not playing, I don't believe.
0: Oh, Sam. No, those, it's it's uh, Flacco. Flacco. That's probably why when they announced that, I think that's where it really moved from eight and a half to ten.
1: Yeah. And Flacco's going to be going to be. Of course, he's immobile and he's going to he's bad. The Jets are bad, but I'm not I wouldn't touch this game if you donated me cash to bet on this game. I would tell you, I didn't pocket the cash.
0: I'm I'm gonna take the Patriots in this one because, um, and the reason I'm gonna take them is because I, with Flacco being in there now and that they traded Williamson away on their defense, I think the Jets have just kind of cashed it in. Um, I think the Patriots, um, uh, Edelman is back this week. He was out last week because of uh, some minor knee surgery, so I, I I think the I mean both teams are bad, but I think the Patriots will beat uh, will beat the Jets by more than ten. In this game. All right,
1: I'll take the ten because I will not put money on or a bet on Cam Newton.
0: The uh, so wrapping it up, the Steelers and the Cowboys this afternoon. The odds right now, the spread is fourteen. Uh, the over under is low. The over under is forty two. So, um,
1: I think I'm just going to take the over in that game.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I, I think
1: I, Pittsburgh could possibly score forty two.
0: Yeah. By themselves.
1: Now, I mean, remember, Dallas might not score, so they'd have to score 42 unless, you know, Pittsburgh fumbles, coughs one up, and they run it in. Dallas is like the least, has the least turnovers in the national football league.
0: Right, right.
1: So the defense is historically bad.
0: So are you taking
1: offense has no starters left? Are you,
0: are you taking the boys to, to, you taking the 14 or you giving the 14? Hell no. I
1: would, <laughs> I would take Pittsburgh in this game.
0: All right. Right. I don't
1: think Dallas is going to score. So can, can big Ben get a uh, two touchdowns and a field goal to win at 17, nothing. Hell yeah. You think he can. Yeah. I think it's a boat. I think it's going to be a boat race. I, I, unless, unless Steelers have 42 turnovers and big Ben gets hurt in the first quarter and then there's no scoring the rest of the game, but Pittsburgh will cover 14. Got it. I don't understand why it's so low.
0: Yep. Well, I don't think they want to go much higher than that. because it there'll be just a lot of money. I think a lot of money would have poured into to Dallas if it was more than 14, just thinking that they might be able to keep it like to 10 to 13 points. Um, they cannot. but th- those are, those are the NFL games, uh, coming in this week, uh, with this is week nine of the NFL season. Um, Steelers are the only undefeated team, uh, going into this week and, uh, Three game stretch coming up for the Steelers here. Got Dallas today, uh, home against an improved Cincinnati Bengals team, and uh, the following week they go at Jacksonville. Uh, so the game so after they're at the,
1: the buy they're at the bye <laughs> three weeks in their schedule. Uh, I think the Cincy game is going to be a tough game.
0: Yeah, yeah, because I think Joe Burrow is the real deal. I mean, I, I've, I yeah, I, I do, too he's better player. than I
1: thought he was going to be in his first year. Yeah, um, but I absolutely think they're going to boat race dallas and jacksonville
0: well what would be interesting is if they win all three they go into the uh the thanksgiving night game hosting the ravens at 10 and 0 and um you know that's going to be the next time they play the ravens and really it looks like on the schedule their toughest game for the rest of the year is is that game against the ravens um I know just off the top of my head, other games they have. They have to host Indianapolis. They have to go to Buffalo. They're not going to be cakewalks, and of course they're going to have um, uh, Cincinnati again uh, in Cincinnati, and they also have to go to Cleveland. But um, you know that Ravens game is probably circled on a lot of calendars um, with the Steelers possibly being uh, being ten and zero going into that game, and possibly the uh, uh, the title the NFL. Uh, the AFC North title being on the line.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tough to beat any team three times. So if they do win that game on Thanksgiving, and they're going to see Baltimore get in a playoffs, so it wouldn't that be just like the Steelers to lose in the in the wild card <laughs> well, round? the last they, time they get,
0: the last time they played three games in the same year against the Ravens, the Steelers won all three, and that was 2008 when they went to went to the Super Bowl and beat the Cardinals. Um and I was at that AFC championship game. Uh I don't think I was ever so cold in my life. Um <laughs> my God, was it cold? Uh but that was a hell of a football game. I mean, I just I never saw two teams just beat the crap out of each other like that. And then I'll I'll still never uh never forget um uh at the end of the game there was a hit uh Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark took out uh running back for, for Baltimore in that game. He was the, he was the former running back at uh, my, with the Miami hurricanes, but he blew out his knee in the national championship game against, uh, Oh yeah. I
1: can't remember what against, uh,
0: against Ohio state. But anyway,
1: he blew up uh, both AC, he yeah, blew up yeah, both ACLs. He,
0: uh, he I, I just remember that hit and I was sitting down there on the first level and you could just hear that hit just echo through that, through that packed stadium and neither guy moved i mean they they were they knocked each other out uh, with that hit so uh it's always fun to watch the steelers and the ravens and and hey you know the the steelers did not play their best game not by any stretch of the imagination uh robert spillane with a pick six to start out uh lamar jackson was his own worst enemy um but the steelers went out Uh, went on the trade block, picked up an extra inside linebacker. Not a bad one. Um, I think he's a nice insurance policy for now. And, hey, look, we don't know if Robert Spillane can go through and and play almost an entire NFL season. Uh, But now they have some insurance there at that position. Well, now he doesn't have to. Yeah, he doesn't have to. So, and it was, was, you know, it's not, the the trade wasn't surprising because it was certainly after uh, Devin Bush went down for the year, it was an area of need. So yeah. no two ways about it.
1: And uh, uh, can I just throw in that yeah. Dallas' starting quarterback t- this today against the Pittsburgh defense is a guy named Garrett Gilbert. Okay. Who they signed off the Browns practice squad two weeks, three weeks ago.
0: So in your opinion, was was it that bad for Ben DiNucci against, yes. against Philadelphia that you would do this?
1: Yes. He was uh, – when he did have time to throw the ball against Philly, he overthrew everybody. You can't – over he's, he looked like Sean Clifford. You can't overthrow passes. That's what gets picked. Um, right. If you're bouncing them at the feet, one thing, you're still bad. But he overthrew every receiver that was over. I think he was pumped up his first start. He looked overmatched. I love his arm. He's got a great arm. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think he's going to be okay. He's going to be a good – I think he, he can, with time, after some reps and practice reps – He could be okay, Um, But, no, he was he did not earn another start. He looked way overmatched. He was bad.
0: Right. Right. He was bad. I wish him the best of luck. Uh, You know, he's he's a local kid uh, from the area. You know, maybe he'll get another chance. Maybe it'll be with the Cowboys. But, you know, the Cowboys, it's going to be interesting at the end of the year what they do with Dak Prescott with him being. Uh, They're going to
1: franchise him again. You think so? Especially now that he's hurt.
0: What what did the Steelers do with Bud Dupree?
1: Um listen, you know, I, I would have got rid of Bud Dupree 2 years ago and everyone would be saying you know, what a mistake it was. Um if, I keep Bud Dupree playing for a contract cuz that's the only time he's good.
0: So it's franchise possible it's possible they franchise him again?
1: I would. All right. The only two time the only two good years he's had is the year where he's playing for a contract.
0: Well, what's going to be interesting, too, is to see the de- I think what's going to, a lot that's going to go into it is the development of Alex Highsmith. Uh, Alex Highsmith. Yeah, actually he's ha- not
1: ready yet. But- no,
0: no. But he had a nice play last week. He's played well in the times that he's been in there. He had a pick last week that kind of. Re- well, not kind of. It changed the momentum of the game. And it did. even even I, I, I believe if I'm not mistaken on the CBS broadcast, Tony Romo was like, why are you throwing? Yeah, you're running the ball. At over five yards, a carry clip. And like, why are you throwing the football? And he tried to lollipop one. Yeah. Over Alex Heisman said, and it's a pretty athletic play. You know, it was a nice pick and, and it, Steelers stuffed it in uh, L, the former Steeler, LJ Fort forgot that Eric Ebron was actually a uh, eligible receiver who plays tight end. and just <laughs> Walked into the end zone. Um, uh, yeah. but you know, it it changed the momentum of the game. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, if the, if the Steelers feel um, that they would want to go into a season with Alex Highsmith at one end and, and uh, TJ Watt at another um, more power to them, we'll see, or, or maybe they work with Bud and see if they can get a long-term. I know they'd love to have him, but, um, and, and what's really, really interesting is this guy Williamson that they got out of the jets played with Bud Dupree at Kentucky. They were teammates. Yeah. They came out in the same yeah. draft class. So, Um, we'll, we'll see how it all pans out, but lots and lots of NFL football today. Um, we always appreciate you guys listening. Remember to check us out. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Send us an email, basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. That's basementsportspodcast at gmail.com. And also Facebook, 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 and Twitter. That's where you can find us drop us a line if you want to come on the podcast, please feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to have guests. And anything else duty before we sign out for today.
1: No, enjoy your beautiful day here down south in Pittsburgh and uh enjoy the day, watch some football, have a couple beers, maybe get some wings. That's oh, sorry, that's just what I'm going to do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll talk to you next week.
1: Thanks.